so uh, let me start it. Uh, hi guys, uh, welcome to the 1010 News. Uh, so I'll be the first reporter. Uh, I want to report the news about a very like um, hot platform called Clubhouse. So China appears to block social media platform Clubhouse after brief flourishing of debate. So um, as you may aware that I don't know how many of you guys have registered Clubhouse because I see in our chat room that uh, like we all, a lot of us has registered an account. Um, so Clubhouse, basically, I think you have known what it is. It's like uh, um, you can create chat rooms and to invite people to join in and you will have the, read, the audio calls uh, inside the chat room and some of the audiences may just stop by and listen to you. So uh, the idea is basic. Um, however, why this become like this hot, it's uh, I think it's primarily due to its um, it's invitation only basis. So uh, a lot of famous people also register their account in real names. So if you go into some of the chat rooms, you might find out some of the hey famous YouTubers and some famous uh, um, just criticisms, critics uh, that appear in the chat room and talking about some random topics. So that's I think that's why people are very, uh, very fascinated by it. And uh, since it's a quite new app and it's all English spaces, so uh, uh, we will have this tendency to think it's maybe a uh, Western app, um, despite of the fact that its core technology is actually provided by China. But um, so as a as an app, more like a Western faces, um, uh, Chinese Great Wall uh, of the Internet blockage actually didn't really block this app since its launch. So. Um, there are several chat rooms on it that are talking about like Xinjiang or like, like Uyghur people, human rights, and some of the um, like uh, six four Tiananmen Square uh, incident. Um, yeah, so uh, some Chinese people they actually register this account. They buy the invitation code uh, on the internet. They got an account and they went into those chat rooms and discussed the topics that is very unfavorable by favorable by the government. Um, yeah, and so some argues that uh, this might be a very, you know, like uh, kind of 大明大放, where Chinese people can finally uh, find a platform for them to speak in Mandarin and discuss some of the very sensitive issues. But this didn't last for long because uh, the government has already banned it. So as I'm in Shanghai now, uh, I try to connect it uh, without VPN, like connect it straight uh, directly. And uh, yeah, I, I can't reach anything. And neither can I register for a new account through a Chinese mobile phone. Um, yeah, the Beijing's um, action is quite quick. Um, so in these only a few days, uh, some of the activists of human rights, the Chinese activists, uh, opened their own chat room and discussed some of the human rights issues, but it didn't last long. So I think uh, the getaway from this news is that uh, the Chinese censorship is still like operating. So the thing we were suspecting uh, in the previous days that, uh, oh, maybe Clubhouse will be a platform for for something to happen in China, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. And um, yeah, it's uh, very quickly has been silenced. Um, and I think international wise, uh, whether Clubhouse will last for long, it's still a question mark. Uh, I see some people saying that uh, this is not going to last long because if you are a KOL, you want to uh, say something on the internet, uh, you use this uh, clubhouse, maybe the like the influence of your speech 
to spread is not fast enough. So uh, yeah, some people are arguing that uh, it's just a very short period of time app. Uh, what's your uh, so the question I want to raise is: uh, Have you used this app? Uh, I know some of you have. So, and uh, what's your opinion to this app? And uh, what do you see its future? And how do you see this news? Anyone? It's it's boring, man. <laughs> uh, Neil, you want to talk? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, cool. I hear you. I mean, I mean, I think it's kind of boring. <laughs> I downloaded it, I invite people, but I just don't. I listen to a couple of rooms, and it's just, it's just kind of boring. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not, I'm not using it frequently. Maybe I didn't play it right. Yeah, I don't know how to play with it. And I think some people told me they are listening like, like radio. And, and they think it's fascinating, and, and they, they, they can work and they listen to, to Clubhouse at the same time, but it's like, it's so noisy. How can you work in a kind of environment? <laughs> That's just me. I don't know about you guys. I have a very similar opinion uh, like you. Uh, I think it's more like a, a like a live streaming podcast. You know, like live streaming Zhibo is very hot nowadays. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, podcast is very hot, so it's more like hot, like live streaming podcast. <laughs> It does not. It does not store the conversation, right? It won't. It just you chat and you leave like like a call, right? It does not record it. Yeah, you can't record it. It's it's just like pull. Uh, and it's only for iPhone, right? Yeah, it's only for iOS. How discriminated is that? <laughs> Uh, I think maybe the originally they, they didn't intend to discriminate the Android users, but it just because they don't have the enough power to build two uh, OS systems at once. Uh, have, you, have you guys ever joined a room where uh, famous people are there, like Elon Musk? I'm not like YouTuber, YouTubers are boring. They, they have videos all over the place. I mean, but like Elon Musk or, or any, any famous guy. That's why I want to join. Except for that, uh, <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't find any with the celebrities involved. Uh, how about Xiangyi? Xiangyi seems to have some word to say. Xiangyi, have you been using this app? Hmm. Actually, no. I just got invited today, so I haven't had a chance to really use it. But I have a lot of friends that are using it. Yeah, but um, I am not sure how it really works because I've never used it yet. But I don't imagine myself to be really into this Clubhouse thing because I'm not a fan of listening to like podcasts. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I don't think it will really last long because I, I, don't, I don't think people, I think people are tired of chatting like we, we we don't want to chat every night so ultimately it might not be like as popular as it is right now yeah but I, i'm not sure how it works actually <laughs> it become quite viral in taiwan like uh in the past two weeks i i think yeah i i think everyone's using it but is it like everyone can join the um, chat room and chat 
with anybody. But then if there's a lot of people in the room, then how do they manage to talk? Like if everyone's no, you, you wanting to can. talk. Hmm? No, you can't. You, the, the, I think only certain people can talk. And if oh. you can raise your hand, and they will allow you to talk. Oh, so there will be a host. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I have never talked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just came back from Singapore, and uh, uh, through my week in Singapore, I had a friend. Whether they know about Clubhouse, so none of them know it. Uh, just <laughs> heard of it, but never. Not none of the Singaporeans are using it uh, at the moment. But it's, it, I, I think they start start adopting it once uh, since I introduced it to them. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, like, how's it? How, how's it Hong Kong? Uh, your Hong Kong people like went went viral on uh, on Clubhouse as well. I don't. I don't think anyone knows it. I never heard anyone from Hong Kong talking about Clubhouse. Only Taiwanese friends. Interesting. Okay, yeah, so, so uh, I don't know why. Is it wait? Is it is this app from Taiwan or is it from like US? US. 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 Yeah, it went oh. popular in US. Yeah. So Alice is uh, so strange. Yeah, since you just joined, we are talking about Clubhouse. So, do people oh. in Ireland are using Clubhouse? I have no friends in Ireland, <laughs> um, but I downloaded yesterday. I got the invite yesterday, so I started to use it. And I, I did met some people uh, from Ireland, like Taiwanese in Ireland, but I didn't really know like how many people are using this <laughs> in Ireland. Interesting. So are you using it? Um, yeah, but I don't know. I didn't see like I, I didn't find like any very like very interesting topic in the rooms. So yeah, if you're you have any like recommendations, please recommend me. <laughs> well, I need a recommendation as well. <laughs> yeah, how's Yuan? Uh, in Japan, do people use chat uh, Clubhouse? Uh, according from what I read from Instagram posts, like not from the people I subscribe, but from the you know public accounts, take I think maybe yes, because they said it's getting viral in Japan as well. Yeah, but none of my Japanese friends has used it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did encounter some of the Japanese-based uh, chat rooms. Uh, how about you? Yeah, you are using it? I saw that. It's like uh. They say it's it gets viral in Japan as well. Like I saw on many posts talking about it in Japanese as well. But I I personally don't have any Japanese connections using it. But I had a lot more connections using it in China. Yeah, I saw a lot yeah. of Chinese people, um, in Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, it was viral, but it just you know be stopped because of this news I just introduced. The Chinese government banned it. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's why I. All the Chinese people I met are like over there, overseas. overseas, yeah, or using VPN. Yeah, I think so. So it kind of got viral a few days ago in China, and then like a little bit later than Taiwan. So I firstly mm -hmm. see these kind of uh, clubhouses so 
viral in English and then I saw it in uh, Chinese from Taiwan's media and then I saw it viral in China. So it's like there's a step of spreading. And then and then now China is muted. Yeah, because I saw a lot of rooms are like talking about Chinese government ban the app. Like people are like argued about like why government are like taking this action. But I have no surprise. <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, it's, it's yeah. a platform for people to discuss the political issue, which is definitely a taboo. It's very interesting. Like first, at first, I thought, oh, how can it actually go viral? And I asked my Chinese friends, that can you guys actually see the house, the room, and the people outside of the wall, the Great Wall? They said, oh yes, they can <laughs> join in and they can, they can meet these people. And then because mainly I think they got banned because there are groups just naming like uh Liang An Sandi, you know, like the the two the calls, you know, China Hong Kong Taiwan discussion. This kind of major trigger. But what I wonder is people know that but they still do it. I don't know why. Like, you know, if you put this name, the title is this kind of discussion, you will get banned, right? Probably no, it's not like Chinese people put that. Probably it's like from like Taiwanese Taiwanese or, like, other <laughs> people or just you know some Chinese people, but they've like living abroad for a pretty long time. <laughs> they just wasn't aware of. Um, yeah, but I still like seeing a lot of similar groups like Hong Kong Chinese people now. Yeah, I'm like scrolling, <laughs> scrolling the app right now. Um, but also actually um, my friend says most people from China if they they already use this already register this they are kind of people who has always been out of the wall yeah yeah originally. I think it's all English uh, surf it's all English display doesn't allow the normal Chinese people which has no idea how to get out of the wall to use this app so yeah, yeah that, that that is also and my friend says she heard in some rooms, they talk about the Tiananmen. It's very sensitive in <laughs> getting the trigger. That's yeah. boring. Why they're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Like it's so, they just so boring. To, they just don't want to let it go. Um, I think. Yeah. I think maybe also survival bias because when Chinese people are in other chat rooms, like talking about some random shits, we don't really care about it. <laughs> We ignored the, those people. Yeah, we only focus on the groups that are more sensitive. So we have this aversion that people are always talking about sensitive stuff. <laughs> you guys like talk in the app. I feel like it's kind of hard to start a conversation like being like start like talking because most of the time I'm just you know being the audience in the room. Um, I just like join the conversation once. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you, I don't think, uh, Kevin, you think it's only China people be getting like very excited on there, on those kind of topical space? Yeah, like, uh, uh, of course. Uh, yeah. For uh, Western people, they don't even know the what, what the incident is about. Because uh, my friend says she was listening in one room and everybody comes in just like coming for talent show and very spontaneously, but uh, it's, uh, in the end, get into become like a competition. And everybody's <laughs> writing, like writing very fiercely. If you want to see, I got some screenshots. 
<laughs> and it's from Taiwanese people. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, share it. And due to the time, uh, we may. Yeah, meanwhile, we can move to Alex's news. My news is very boring because I thought I'm not gonna have like time to join, so I just share. Um. <laughs> 啊，晋级的巨人的，哦，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开始，开
they the yeah. author has to draw pants on it. I think I think they're actually underwears. Yeah, underwear. <laughs> and and it's very hilarious because for those titans in the manga, actually they don't have a gender, so it's very yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I, I thought they don't yeah. have a sexual organs. Part yeah, they don't have a sexual okay. organ. <laughs> so like, well, what do they like try? What are they trying to hide? There's nothing to hide. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. it's like 此地无银三百两. <laughs> I think they are trying to follow Japanese policy. Okay. So funny. Like like originally it's all black. Now you 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 draw pants there. It makes people want to know what's inside. Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah. You got me curious. <laughs> Maybe they can follow the uh, Japanese policy, so you, you can show how many centimeters and how many. It's it's calculated. <laughs> they can draw within the policy allowed. <laughs> how do you call it? <laughs> Size or. <laughs> Revealing parts. I think that's why these giants they don't have gender, so they don't have to worry about like, <laughs> like sexual like activity or like nudity because they don't have, they don't have sex sex organs. <laughs> easy to easy to avoid this kind of commercial issues. Come yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's really so. sad that it's, it's almost finished after 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard that the... Oh, oh. wait. wait. Um, oh, I think I think I heard something. Wait, Um. okay, so... But I, I mean, I heard that the plot right now is pretty bad because I, I saw so many people um type ma I mean the anime. Uh, animation why? Because it's like adapted or you the mean the comic. comic I mean I mean comic comic yeah. Oh yeah they, they just released the latest episode yesterday and I saw like yeah. C chat like a lot of people <laughs> are like <laughs> arguing so that's why I slept very late. Yeah. Yes, at one a.m. it's like, like it just launched and like everyone's like watching online. <laughs> There's like a lot of like discussion. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a really good news. Uh, we need some interesting news, so it's a good one. Um, okay, yeah. let's move on to uh, the next news. So Neo, you're the next one. Yeah. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yes. Nice and Yeah, so, so, see, the Bitcoin is going mainstream. Elon Musk isn't the only reason. So, I know you, probably, you guys probably heard that Elon Musk recently bought, bought I think Tesla, bought $1.5 billion of Bitcoin. And now they accept Bitcoin as a way to pay for your Tesla car. I don't have any Bitcoin, so... Um, um, really want to have one. <laughs> it's kind of expensive. And but the news is more about the this Bitcoin's going mainstream, so that uh, 
uh, from I think from a financial institution that said their clients uh, they're building up their assets in cryptocurrency and uh, actually surprised me because I thought the it's it's quite fluctuated you know the price going up and down like ten percent or twenty percent a day it's kind of crazy but they started to think uh, this can be uh, a, a way to diversify your assets and uh, it's uh, it's growing confidence into 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 bitcoins. And uh, because there's another reason that central banks are, are printing a lot of money, like in the U.S., you know, they recently have a, a bill a bill to support to support uh, everyone, and they're basically printing money, so your money will get less value over time uh, because it's inflated. So um, they think these individuals they think that if you hold a hold a Bitcoin, and you know the total number of Bitcoin will be twenty twenty one million, the total number. So there's no one, no one can say, hey, I want to print some Bitcoin. And I think that's one of the reasons why they want to, to, to invest in Bitcoin. So I'm not sure what, it, what about your opinion? Do you have any Bitcoin? And if you have one, do you want to share with me? And uh, um, yeah, what's your opinion on this topic? Kevin has a lot. <laughs> I guess I you guys have, have no big. <laughs> you have bitcoins, Kevin. No, I don't. I think have... you, you do, right? No, no, of course not. Really? I, I, I'm against Bitcoin, actually. But really, you know, why? You were the first one, the first person to tell me to do Bitcoin in my life. Yeah, in that's true. No, I my yeah. <laughs> oh, you're against it. Like I, I used to believe it, but now against it. People okay. change, right? Why? Did you think because you, a lot of money you, you lost money? No, I, I mean like, uh, um, okay, uh, so I can share another news, it's irrelevant. So it's called Elon Musk's uh, doggy coin tweeting has believers barking for more. So there is another meme coin called uh, doggy coin, which you know, like there is a meme of a dog. Um, it's, it's like this. Can you see the picture? Can you oh. recognize this dog? Yes. Yeah, so this uh, like some engineer like made this coin. That's just because of a joke, and then uh, because Elon Elon Musk tweeted it, so its value just you know went skyrocket. Um, uh, well, the reason why I don't believe in that because uh, I used to think it's a good intermediate for uh, you know for a transaction, but you know it's it's much more than uh, it it is as a payment method. Because when you see the the news, is all talking about how the value of it surged, um, you know, uh, in exchange with the real currencies. So I think like uh, um, if you see the nature of these bit the like bitcoins or other cryptocurrencies, like there's no actual value of it. Uh, the day when people don't buy it, uh, it value drops. <laughs> they cannot exchange like any any other thing. So I I mean, um, that's true. I don't man. Really believe that, yeah. So it depends on how many users you can maintain. Yeah, and whether uh, you have a good uh, credibility on the on this cryptocurrency, like uh, Elon Musk, uh, he's now you know very powerful in his speeches. Uh, so when, when whatever he tweeted, the the value of the the object that he tweeted just skyrocketed, like this mm -hmm. coin. 
but this was or like always be a joke like from a random engineer so yeah <laughs> yeah you know I, I i actually do have the same opinion so you know it, it, well i came uh, i was majoring in economy so um it when, when we used to learn about currency like like the real money that people has to be has to have faith on it you have to be confident that this 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 one hundred dollars you can trade trade it for a beef noodle and that's uh being enforced by by laws of of, of all the governments in the world but i guess no one enforced the kind of similar themes for bitcoin right i don't even know who start this thing and how how actually it gets 21 million and how who, who decides this i think there, there's an inventor or something right but if people lose confidence, like if you want to give me one Bitcoin, I'd say, no, I don't want to. I want one Kevin coin. And you, you say, okay. So the Bitcoin loses a value, although it, it says that technically it has, it's, it's, it's very safe and no one can print it. But it just, uh, it's kind of feels impossible to be, um, to be a actual currency that we use in the future. And as you can imagine, there's only 21 million. If we're all using it, in the future, a piece of it will cost you 0.000001 dollars because it's super divided, right? <laughs> That's what I thought. So I conclude from Neil. It's like uh, we still think currency needs a backup, needs an authority backup. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you know you have if you're open a restaurant and you say. Hey, I don't, I don't accept new Chinese dollars. That's kind of against the law. <laughs> you have to accept the money because it's enforced by the government. Yeah, but then it's totally depend on the state power. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and but but you know, over time we feel confident because there's someone who will stand up for you and say this is this this money is it has value. So hmm. now I trust New Chinese dollars now. Yeah. I mean, for the Bitcoin uh, supporters, they will say that uh, so there are some little tiny like like shitty government in the world, and their money like uh, has a <laughs> fluctuation in value a lot more than Bitcoin, more volatile than it. So uh, it's not always that's, legal tender. That's a valid point, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, uh, maybe for like Japanese yen or U.S. dollar, because the government behind it, I, let's say, an entity behind <laughs> it is strong enough, so we believe in that. But if it's from a shitty country, then we don't believe in that entity behind. And I think like the uh, the what we can see from this news is that because Tesla is such a big entity, it's not the government, of course, but it at least it, it, as a huge corporation, it accepts uh, Bitcoin. Um, try to imagine if a, a huge bank like Goldman Sachs they accept Bitcoin as the like uh, the ultimate payment method, and they can promise to exchange with you with the U.S. dollar for Bitcoin. Then the Bitcoin's value would definitely go go up. But the only question from my part is that uh, we don't have a good evaluation uh, method for Bitcoin's true value. And for me, um, for Tesla's like simple for for a tweet by Elon Musk, it doesn't, you know, be able. It, it shouldn't be able to give that much of the real value to a to a Bitcoin. But the of uh, still the price surge a lot. So I think it's it's a big bubble, and uh, eventually you'll go back to a real value where um, where 
where it's highly de dependent on uh, how many entities like uh, can accept this currency and like how much credit the people put on those entities therefore to the to the currency uh, but i will add one thing is that in the future we can all use digital currency i'll be very very happy because i really hate papers <laughs> yeah. Same. Uh, hey, hey yeah i want i want i want to talk to all of you do you have line pay or digital pay in Taiwan. Yes. I have. Well, how about you guys? Alexis, Alexis, do you have Yuan? Do you have? No, because I don't think you have. Like I have nowhere to use it. <laughs> Wait, how about the? Uh, it's not called ED in in Japan. PayPay. Hey, babe, uh, just anything. I think I've seen I've seen several of these kind of electronic payment uh, method in Japan. Have you used any of them? Yes, they started a few years ago, but I think it, the acceptance is still really rate. Uh, the acceptance rate is still very low, and LiPay and PayPay should be kind of the hottest. Yes, but also I was trying to buy a LiPay. At the beginning of I came at the beginning I came to Japan, but the, they actually separated uh, my account because my account was registered in Taiwan. So after I tied my card, they said you cannot use it because this is not a Japan line pay. So even my, I tied a Visa card, and then later on I don't know why they deactivate they disconnect my number with tied with Taiwanese phone number. So they changed my line into a Japanese version of line. And then again, they disconnected my phone number and LiPay in Taiwan. So I don't know what is this kind of <laughs> process behind the scene. Yes, it's very interesting. Uh, there's always this international disc discretion. It will be separated all the time. At the end, there are two different financial systems, right? Yes. And how about... How about Shangyi? Uh, you know, I, I know there's Alipay Hong Kong version. Have you used that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I actually use Apple Pay more. But I have Alipay Hong Kong as well. But do you know, like, if you register your phone number of Hong Kong number with WeChat, you cannot um, use Renminbi WeChat Pay. Yeah, yeah. I cannot use Renminbi one, like the real and also the real alipay i can only use alipay hong kong because i tried to use wechat pay and the renminbi alipay but then it needs my like i need have i need to have hong kong credit about china credit card and also china china cell phone number i think yes yeah do. it requires yeah a but lot. i think alipay hong kong is actually not really secure I I heard a lot of security problems, but I'm still using it because <laughs> like, it's so convenient. Really, like hmm? uh, I I thought Octopus Card already very convenient in Hong Kong. Like, why do you use Alipay? Yeah, but Octopus Card I need to refill. I need to top, top. up. Mm. Yeah, but if I'm using Alipay Hong Kong, I just need to use it. It's like using my credit card. Yeah, but I actually use Apple Pay more. Yeah. But do you use like a cash card, debit card? Because um, mm, yeah, most of the cards in Hong Kong they have Union Pay, right? So you can use. 
Oh yeah, but actually the thing is that um, I think more shops they um, like Apple Pay is not really common in like mm-hmm. many many small shops, and however Alipay is actually accepted by a lot of shops. So there are many stores that I can only use Alipay Hong Kong and no credit, no like real credit card. Like I can, I can only use Alipay Hong Kong as my payment, like digital payment. So only Alipay actually try to secure this channel in Hong Kong. Yeah, I, I yeah, I find it pretty strange because not many people in Hong Kong using Alipay Hong Kong actually. Well, I think only mainland I... people. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to ask you, Kevin. Like, why do you think uh, Hong Kong doesn't really adopt uh, this kind of digital payment systems? I think same reason for all the advanced cities and countries, because uh, you have already pre like established, very well established a payment system. You don't really need it. Like, like I I I was this person that is very hate of carrying the cash, but in Hong Kong, I always yeah, use the octopus card. Octopus cards like automatically top up binding with the credit card and like I I don't really find a reason why I need to you know waste money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, actually now in Hong Kong, oh sorry, (laughs) now now in Hong Kong, uh, you can you can use digital pay. You can use Alipay Hong Kong to take MTR. So I think they are like Mm. they are trying to gradually take um to. To use um, Alipay Hong Kong or digital payment to replace Octopus Card, probably. Could yeah. be. Could be. Should mm. be. Yeah. <laughs> well, how about Alexis? Are you using any digital payment method? Mm, not really. Here, I always use credit card in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't use anything particular here. I don't think they have like e-payment here. I don't know. They don't really use it. Holog- yeah, I think so too. <laughs> no, no, no holocaust, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think in Europe, they generally still... Because you know the reason why I ask about... Yeah. Yeah, why is that, Neil? You know, the reason why I, about- I ask about digital payment is because I'm giving Hongbao in the group. So if you don't have Lime Pay, you just suck it, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh it's no. fun. Come I have, on. I have a Jacob. Oh, no. No, no. I I want doesn't, to it doesn't work. I just, I'll just put it in, a, in, a, in our laundry. <laughs> no, no. Please send to me on it's, the chat. It's fun. <laughs> WeChat? Come on. Oh, come uh, on. It's fun. No, no WeChat. It's, it's very fun. Let's let's chang hong bao, you know, which are you can chang hong bao. Can yeah, we do chang? Yeah, every yeah. Chinese New Year. <laughs> Online, do they have I'm this? I'm a big one? supporter. I'm a big no, supporter. I'm standing by. I'm already standing by for your for your red envelope. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, wait for wait for uh Chu Xi, you know, I'll I'll send him the envelopes. Uh. <laughs> Come yes. on, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, because but I'm disconnected by line after I came here. After a few months, they found that I'm in Japan and they disconnect me. How come? I thought I thought line is used by Japanese people. Yeah, I think line originally from Japan. Yeah, exactly. no, it should be it should be Korea, right? 
Japanese company highly invested by Korean Korean people. Oh, so messed up. Only the skin is Japanese. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge supporter of digital payment. If you're a close friend of mine, I will persuade you every time. If you, if you go out with me, use, use, use. Right. you have a friend? I have a friend working in Jekyll Pay. So I can always, I, I support Jekyll a lot. Because of your you friend? Jekyll a lot. Yeah, my, my friend is uh, head, of, head of marketing in Jekyll. He's my classmate, so I support Jekyll. Um, oh. But Lime Pay is way better, though. I'm kind of a I'm, a, I'm kind of a trader now. I'm using Lime Pay more. Actually, I want to post something on Instagram that says I'm using Hongbao on Lime Pay, but I don't have the guts to do it because I'll get blamed every time if I use Lime Pay. <laughs> very, uh, very messed up. But, how you know, how does thought, Lime? Mm, sorry. Mm. How does Lime at uh, Lime Pay attract you away? No, it's just uh, you know, like like Zifu Zifu Alipay and and. The competition with uh, WeChat, WeChat. is uh, you use it for chatting and, and all the time you don't chat on Zifubao. So yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah. think ultimately the, the, the messenger is a better place for a digital payment. I'm a big supporter of digital payment. I think everyone should use it. And I, I see many, many times people, because they don't like China, they just say, oh, Alipay sucks. Jesus. Oh, Alipay is so, very, it's very so great. It's so, it's so great. great. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> Is don't don't blame the tool because of the country. It's just, we should we should embrace the tool. It's more convenient. So I just uh, I really love it. <laughs> it's like uh -huh. I use Alipay every day when I live in China. Yeah, go ahead. How about oh, yeah. uh, I haven't heard your voice for a while. Like, do you do you use the digital payment? Will you be adopting it? Yeah, I think I use digital payment like every day. I I I seldom bring cash actually. With with me, and I think I usually use Apple Pay and Line Pay, like the the most uh, frequently used are these two. And so, yeah, so I, I seldom bring cash with me actually. <laughs> so this is like a life in Taipei is quite possible to use just Apple Pay and Line Pay now. Yeah, I think it's quite quite accepted by many many places. Now. Yeah. But is it, accepted, like is it accepted by the like a small entity? For example, in the marketing or this kind of no, 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 no. But but we don't go to these kind of places. No, but I mean through through this way because everybody everybody adopts uh, after everybody adopts digital payment, this kind of uh, entities will be eliminated naturally. I think uh, uh, for everybody to adopt digital payments is very hard. I think the in Taiwan the digital gap will be larger. That will be right, like, yeah, more right. likely. Yeah. So the old people will still not using it, and they still go to the traditional market, whilst the young people go to the like fancy market. So in Taiwan, how come it made it after generation? <laughs> but but why is it not increasing in them? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Same question. People use it every day, and even the digital gap. The grand grandmother and grandparents were very poor grandparents. 
on the street selling the fruits with the basket, they have WeChat and Alipay. So you can pay them very easily. Like they sit so on like the street, they people have in China, they have a smartphone. <laughs> yeah. But so, so everyone has smartphone and yes. they knew how to use it. <laughs> So they have yeah. cheap access to smartphones. And somehow, I don't know why, in China, even the poor people, the old people, even 70 years old, 80 years old, they learn to use WeChat Pay and Alipay very smoothly. <laughs> yes. And they make money. It's the uh, same in so, Africa. It's easy. Africa, really. So, what do you think? Is this kind of common sense of dev- developing country? The old people kind of catch the age, catch the times. <laughs> I think like uh, uh, there are double. There are two motivations. One is from the government that uh, for developing country they push more yeah, on the yeah, IT yeah. infrastructure, much yes. more. Yeah, yes. and the other motivation is from like the people itself that because the in in rural China before Alipay's era the they invested um, uh, a lot. <laughs> and uh, the, the living conditions, very, it sucks. Like, uh, it, it's so bad to, to find, it's so hard to find an ATM or to pay. It's not, the credit card is totally non-acceptable and there's no like a very effective like uh, payments through the traffic card. So uh, the only thing you can rely on is the money, the cash, but you, can, you can't find an ATM to cash out. So. Mm-hmm. I think like uh, before the digital payment, it's so hard to live in the rural area, but after digital payment, it can be very easy. So I think the pushing power for the, for the developing country is much higher than us or for old people or for poor people to drive them to the, to use digital payment, no matter what kind of the shitty phone they are using. Exactly. To change the life quality. That's it. Uh, I don't see we have more newses. <laughs> we have only three newses today. Like what was happening, Shangyi and uh, and Christine? Where are your newses? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can I can share one right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll share the link. I'll find the link later. So okay. um, it's about. Is a is a COVID situation in Hong Kong because right now Hong Kong government they are implementing this kind of um, lockdown measure. They are, they will randomly choose a um, a district to lock down for two days, and they will <laughs> force everyone in the district to come out to get tested. And you you won't you won't know like when will you be chosen or uh, when like where will the government lockdown. So it's like. So it's causing a lot of problem. Like maybe some people they are just um, heading there to buy some groceries, so and then they are suddenly locked down and they couldn't go out for like one or two days. Yeah, or there's and yeah, but then it seems to be to the measure seems to be visible. I mean, I mean the the um because there are a lot of people tested positive after this kind of lockdown measure. So. So, yeah, but it's just really debatable if this kind of measure is really, um, is really should be used, and if there's another like other better options for the government to use. Yep. Did you guys hear? Did you guys yeah. know the news? <laughs> no. It's so 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 weird, and 
and the places that the government chose to lock down, they are mostly some um suburban area, like some like um so more mostly poor districts and poor housing, uh, community. Yep. But how do you see these? <laughs> I actually don't. Um, I actually don't think it's a big problem. But then many of my Hong Kongese friends, they were discussing it, and they they were really not favorable of it, and they kept like thinking if those people being locked down, they won't have enough food, or they will they will not be able to like, move around. Something like that, but the thing is that government will offer them enough um, food, like not the best, but then they will, but they will have, they won't, they won't die. Yeah. But yeah, but it's certainly not the best option to implement. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like Just a sharing. compromised uh, solution because if you lock yeah. down the entire city of Hong Kong, then there will be riots. You know, uh, you <laughs> yeah. can't do it. Yeah, and if you don't do anything, then the yeah the COVID won't end. So it's very they choose to yeah they choose to randomly lock down one district. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you want to add on anything, uh, Neil, Christine, Alexis? No, I'm. Is this serious in Hong Kong? Sorry, sorry, you go. Uh, I think Neo. I think you can ask uh, whatever you want to ask. <laughs> Is this serious in Hong Kong? The COVID. Um, not that serious. There are around forty people per day, forty cases per day. Not like real, real serious, but a bit serious than Taiwan. Serious. <laughs> Uh, is there any more protest? Is there any protest now? There's, There's no, no protest. More. Yeah, no, no, more. no protest. They all oh. got a coat. Yeah. Oh, great. Good, good news. Only 40, 50. We have like one or two, right? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> My friend just got back from Germany and, uh, and we were quite kind of nervous because we have like, uh, like four or five cases every day. Or one or two, something like that, recently, you know, in Taiwan. And uh, he, she, she was like, "Oh, shut up! We have a couple thousand every day." Oh my god, you people! Like, it's it's not hard to compare. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Singapore. They have like ten to thirty cases per day, and they think that life is completely normal. So yeah, I think. Like, <laughs> We are really an outlier in Taiwan. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I want to travel, right? Oh my God. Uh, travel during the COVID, it's a, it's a very interesting experience, I can tell you. I just traveled to Singapore and I went to Universal Studios Singapore and it was very interesting. <laughs> really? Do you wait, know wait, wait, the quarantine wait. in Singapore? You uh, don't need to quarantine no, in no, Singapore? No. For Taiwanese, no. we don't need to quarantine. Oh. Really? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm buying tickets. See you guys. Hey, but uh, you have to be quarantined after you come back, eh? Yeah. Oh, really? 
21 days. I don't want to go on the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I can show you like uh, briefly. Uh, we're out of time. Uh, so yeah, the Universal Studio Singapore. There's no one there, like literally no one. So I it took me like yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't need to for, line up. Hey, no, don't need to line up. So during the like middle of the day, it took me like a maximum 15 minutes to line up for the most popular uh, attraction. And it took me zero seconds, you know, when it comes to like 6 p.m., 7 p.m. to sit on the roller coaster. So I sit on a roller coaster for three times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. find it boring? Like, you yeah, very, to lie up. <laughs> actually very boring. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like there's no one, not not just even not going, not needed to line up. There's literally no one on the street. I can share some videos. No one on the street that... Uh, and <laughs> and no one like playing with you like more staff than the, than the tourists and and somehow you feel very lonely. I was thinking like you know like when, when I was like uh, in the theme park usually uh, I always wish that uh, the people queuing up were disappeared. But when those those people really disappeared, I actually want them to come back. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, you gotta share. You gotta share those pictures, man. Yeah, they just, yeah. They just pop in the video, the crazy ones, and yeah, you can see an empty Universal Studio. But I was I was in a Universal Studio when I was in US, and there, there's a, like the express ticket. Oh yeah. So no one, no one's buying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In Singapore, they sell this kind of shit as well, but of course you don't need that. <laughs> you got already extra express ticket. So <laughs> local people in Singapore, they don't go to Universal Studio. I don't think they go that often, right? <laughs> like, They're like mostly Kong tourists. Kong, yeah, like Hong Kong people going to Disneyland. It's not something common. Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Yeah, you deduct all the foreign tourists, mainland tourists, then Hong Kong Disneyland will be close to empty. I think you can check it out as you are in Hong I think Kong. It's already it I think it's already closed. It's not open, I think. Oh, okay. Disneyland, yeah. Because of COVID. Too bad. Yeah, I will top the photos soon. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's 11 now. Let's mm. uh, end it sharply. Makes sense for yeah. you. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Great. Okay. Okay. Happy yeah, New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Bye bye. Nothing to do with Bye bye.